Eighty-five. What are we gonna do for number hundred? Um, Crystal A got his dad on for number hundred. Did he? For number two hundred, so we yeah. can get both our dads on. Was it? Was it? Was that number hundred? That's two hundred. Well then, if it's one dad at two hundred, it'd mean that we'd need to two do two dads at one hundred. For two dads at two hundred. No, because we haven't earned a dad yet. We'd have to get our uncles on. Okay. Because it's a hundred. So we. Two hundred is your dad. That's very dad. personal. One hundred is uncles. Can we reveal both dads at two hundred or only one? There's only one. Okay. Because it would be four hundred. Four hundred. We need, but then both dads come on. <laughs> both dads come on. Three hundred. You get your dad on. Two hundred. My dad. Two hundred. Yeah. Okay. And then one hundred. Both are uncles. Both are uncles. Uncles are already worth one quarter half, of a dad. Half a dad. Quarter of a dad. I'm not sure about your maths, but I, b- I believe no, there's the two general. uncles. Yeah, I know there's two uncles, but oh, so one uncle is a quarter, therefore making a half. Yeah, yeah, that's why you can double down. So yeah, two, t- two uncles. uncles is half, one yeah. uncle is yeah, quarter. Um, exciting plans in the exciting future. Exciting plans, yeah. I think for uh, or we could get our bum out. We could get the bums out. Yeah, uh, you said our bum like we share one. <laughs> I feel it's we share one. It's similar. I, I feel it's more like a you know like a timeshare, which like <laughs> uh, like lower middle class families have like a, a house in Cornwall that they'll have between five of them. Yeah, yeah. For breaks away, I think that's kind so of. So do we do we rent some? Do we timeshare someone else's bum? <laughs> no, like a random guy switch. in Cornwall's bum. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we just time, timeshare the arse. Sometimes we're borrowing. The Can you think arse. of a ho- more horrible looking thing? <laughs> taking my left cheek and your right cheek and putting it together <laughs> i don't know no i can't i can't uh, what about um what about um no i can't think of anything uh so the heat's been very strong and as you can see famously good podcaster bad um gardener plant horatio dad. gould um that's me uh, uh, the plant, the last plant died, so we got a new one in which had a bit more flavour to it. I've been away for maybe two days and uh, it's nearly dead. However, I have watered it. This is for people on the video, and it does spring back very quickly. So watch it. Over the course of the episode, it will slowly come back to life. It's quite an amazing thing to do. Uh, and that's a metaphor, given that we're all just coming out of lockdown. Yeah. Uh, hello, hello, Andrew. Welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Uh, how how hello, are you everyone. finding? What's going on? What's happening? With what's you? cracking? What's going on, life? Um, we can start off the episode with a lovely bit of good news. Yeah, good news. Some great news. Um, have to give a shout out to all of you who participated in this campaign. It's been a long, arduous journey. It has I'm, been. I'm not yeah. sure how many uh, how many months it's been, but it's been close to a year, nearly, that we've been. Kind of spear, I've been, we've been spearheading this general, um, this kind of social event, this social cause. Yeah. Um, we couldn't have done it without you guys. Yeah. Um, but it's with great pleasure that I can, I can share the news that Bradley Walsh is planning to resign very soon. God. Um, so give yourself a pat on the back, a round of applause. We did it, guys. We absolutely we did, did it. it. Um, sometimes you think, do we have any power in our society? Are we just kind of mindless consumers being controlled by big, big governments, big celebrities, big game show hosts? No. This is one for us, guys. We've this got to take... It's still a long road ahead. Everyone. There's still a hell of a long road ahead. Who this knows? Not We're like, I don't even know who's going to replace him on the chase yet, yeah. but it's got to go through a lot of vetting and sure. we need all your opinions on it. And again, if we're not happy with that, we're going to have to start all this over again. We're going to have to start again, but it doesn't matter because we're ready. Because it's these little victories that mm. might not seem like it's going to topple the whole system, but it's proven to us that we can win. Much mm. like when the Viet Cong at the beginning of the Vietnam War... There was one battle. There were constantly this air of invincibility around the US military. And then one battle, the guerrilla warfare tactics beat away tanks, beat away napalm. And that feeling that they knew that the US was no longer invincible gave them enough morale that lasted throughout the whole war with an eventual victory. So that's what I see this during, as. During the Troubles in Ireland, um, fought about 15 men took over a post office against the against like five troops of the British Army. They bloody held them out. They bloody won. And that was us against Bradley Walsh. Uh, the Cornish terrorists once blew up a Rick Stein's fish and chip shop. Uh, I don't know if that... I don't know why that's relevant. I don't think it's relevant. No. But it is also funny We're now just up. naming historical <laughs> events. Sometimes <laughs> I'd say I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to call us terrorists. Sure. But... You know, sometimes I'll, I'll, if we have to get a bit more aggressive in our means... Hey, I don't care what they call us. I, I, we, <laughs> freedom fighters. You know, <laughs> yeah. we know who we are deep inside. It's guerrilla warfare. We don't need the media to t- give us our names. So Tell us what we're about. I think it's, it, the big thing is you had that whole episode where we made a clip of you calling Bradley Walsh a cunt 
uh, yeah. over 15 times. And then in the recent sketch that he posted two days ago, celebrity uh, pedophile. I called him a celebrity pedophile, which I felt quite like this might send some shockwaves. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, and it also, he's not a celebrity pedophile. There's been no proof of it. But it feels he might as well be considering what, how he treats the industry. How he rapes the entire nation. <laughs> yes. With his performance on the chase every single night. <laughs> which is like, in many ways a worse crime. <laughs> Yes. In many ways. Well, obviously. Yeah. I mean, it's you've got to think about the scope of the amount of people that watch, so much scope. watch the chase and enjoy the format of the game show, but don't enjoy the maniac who presents it. Uh, so now now we're, uh, the chase is hostless. Do you want to run, do you have a short list of people who... Well, it's you, me. Who, <laughs> it's me again. It, it's part of my, <laughs> who the fuck is this guy appearances on TV. <laughs> so I want, after Strictly and mm. some of the various game shows, such as Would I Lie to Drew? Would I Lie to... <laughs> Uh, have I got news for Drew? I would then move on in the my Drew? imaginary well, world. Oh, it does not no, matter. no, no. We call, still call it the trace, chase, the trace, the trace, the truth, the truth, the truth, the trace. Um, but with me at the at the helm, um, and I wouldn't be sarcastic about people's answers. What if about, they didn't know a question? I just that, move on. Is that what you? Is that the big thing you bring? You to know, the, that's the big thing. That's right? the big thing you yeah, bring. Yeah. Into well, that's the big thing that that's what you know. I see the chase, and I see what needs changing yeah. about the chase, and that yeah. is the biggest thing that needs changing. And once we address that, we can get back to its roots. Do you think uh, you could ever imagine potentially wanting to do the chase where you're both the chaser and the chasee and the contestant and the contestant? So all three. So you start. You know, when you're at the top, you yeah. you have to run <laughs> between the two yeah. things. Do I have? Do I have wear a wig? Uh, you you've hurriedly put one on. hurriedly put one on. It's often like yeah. the wrong way around and stuff. And they try and edit it to make <coughs> make it seem like there's two different people, but it's not. It's live TV, uh, so there's gonna be a lot of times where. Mm. Now I'm gonna say see. I'm gonna say no to that. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna lay out the reasons why. <laughs> Please. Do. Uh, the main reason why is I feel like we need some stability in the world <laughs> and we need some stability in the chase. There's yeah. gonna be, now Bradley Walsh as much of a cunt he is. <laughs> He's got some big, he's, he's a big shoes to fill. Yeah. Um, and he's been such a stable, kind of he appears so stably on our televisions every night with the chase that the nation is going to be shocked when he's not there. Now, we'll be relieved as well as shocked, mm. but we, we, we need, I'm calling for, and we must have a period of stability. Whilst Do you think it's going to be like post-French Revolution where it's like, Mm. Um, obviously there was a, a tyrannical there's regime be a power struggle. but there's going to be the, the reign of terror which is like the 20 years of power struggle that happens in the vacuum land well Horatio I, I sincerely hope not um, I think we don't <laughs> do need that do you think it's going to get worse before it gets better god I really hope not but you know it could do um, Who would we be? need to brace ourselves for anything in these dark confusing times maybe a Richard Maidley could make it onto the show which one's he he's the one who's like Alan Partridge Oh, God, yeah, I've been watching a lot of him. Yeah. Um, that would be fantastic. You're a fan of Richard Maidley? I'm a Maley. massive fan of Richard I like Maley Maley. As He's well. brilliant. He's, He's fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, He's everything Bradley Walsh wants to be. I yeah. think so, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, oh, God. Just all of the, the compilations of him being Alan Partridge. It's extraordinarily accurate. It is extraordinary. Yeah, he even looks like him. To the point where I think, did was Coogan basing yeah, anything he, off has him? It, has he been doing this for 25 been, years? Yeah, I think so. Richard and Judy, Why, man. It, oh, yeah, I think, it is Judy. I think it is based off Richard Maidley, yeah. Well, that makes the compilations less funny almost because it's like, what's the guy going to do? Yeah, but he's Imagine the, if you were a character was based off you and then everyone just took the piss out of you by being that character but he's, after he's it was Richard, made. But he's Richie Madeley slash Alan Partridge, so he doesn't realise that. He doesn't realise. And that's what's funny. He must realise now though because surely he's realised the amount of content there is about the compilation. Videos. I don't think he is. That's my, surely celebrities find that. I was thinking that when I saw there's sure. a very similar looking person yeah. to Scarlett Johansson on TikTok. Yeah. A lot, incredibly similar. Sure. And she gets a lot of traction. So you've got to think. Did you say, uh, nice, very hot princess? I Did said, you Beul, beautiful woman. I like bed you soon. <laughs> DM me in comments. C come Brighton. Come Brighton. It's sunny. <laughs> Just like you. Um, that's the kind of comments I actually make on his TikTok. That's the kind of comments I make on my friend's pictures <laughs> on, on LinkedIn. Um, but there, so surely... ScarJo, yeah. if I can call you that, please do. Is going to um, I'm not calling no, you. I'm close with. Let's her. not make it confusing. Yeah. Okay, you are. Um, surely she's, she's going to see. Out. She's a very chilled out girl. She seems like a very chilled out. Going out with Colin Jost, the king of the jokers. You yeah. Know? He is the king of the jokers. Too hot to be funny though. Too so hot to be funny. And yeah. too uh, successful in the bedroom bedroom department. department and almost the career department as well, yeah. which makes you then yeah, doesn't really work. No, it doesn't. Um, but. Surely she's seen it. So I believe mm. 
my question to you is, do you mm. think Richard Madeley has seen the compilation videos of him on YouTube? Well, yeah, I guess the, 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 if I could broaden this out to a broader question, uh, I guess it's <laughs> retained. Um, I guess it is that, that with celebrities, the amount of shit you see about celebrities, how do they miss it? Yeah. But I guess you can live in a sphere where you stop looking at it. So I don't think Kanye looks at Instagram that However, much. they all have friends and family around them. Sure. Do you think that none, none of Richard Maley's friends and family have just dropped him a link saying, lol, or shall I get this removed? Th okay, you've got, imagine Richard Maley. Wait. You got him. Yeah. Now think of his friends. Yeah. Are they sending him that? They're not. Exactly. They're not. They're, they're, they're sending him articles his about uh, like the Battle of Britain. Yeah, it's you know, true. They're, they're not sending him complications of Richard And Major. like old funny scenes from the Beano. Yeah. Because I, 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 w would you, so let's say you're a megastar. Um, yeah. Are you typing your name to Google? How do you uh, manufacture that? Because I, 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 I don't believe anyone who doesn't, who doesn't oh, at least go, or like when the celebrities come out and they're all kind of trying to be humble yeah and it's like oh no I wouldn't I'd never kind of yeah. keep your maybe, mind maybe fresh not the crassness of googling it straight away just well, what do you mean straight away no, no no not the crassness of just putting your name into google and seeing like what you looking can find. around you yeah Andrew Kerwin um, I think you've got to you got to I think it depends on your Actually, level of megastar you to take your mental health because I, I reckon a, like three or four bad articles then yeah. it's like this is no longer a fun I thing. think it's an instant you'll have an instant desire to and yeah. it's almost like a, a dark thing that you shouldn't do you shouldn't do but you need to at no. one point and then you it need to have like a crisis looking at your ex's photos since you've broken up you, yeah so exactly you shouldn't do it exactly but you're still but you get it yeah you get it have fun on your holiday babes <laughs> have fun in Greece have a lovely white time <laughs> I think he looks great um, <laughs> I think it's exactly like that but I think what you need to do is as you're up, up, climbing up the celebrity ladder mm. you do it once you have your breakdown. Sure. You do some weird things. You shave your legs or something. And mm. then you realize I'm not going to do that again. But you have to hit rock bottom to be able to grow. It's true. Um, this week, uh, Andrew came to one of my comedy shows, um, which you haven't done for a while. Well, there um, hasn't been any comedy shows in a while, to be fair to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I, I, I'm not saying that I, I wanted it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was nice. Um, they came on Friday to the, the great venue, the Comedy Cabin. Um, and yeah, Andrew sits at a strange um, position in the comedy world where, you know, he doesn't know anyone in the industry, but has some stake because there's, he has this podcast. No, I know no one together. in the industry, but they all know me. There's some that. people who know you and there's an element of... Uh, positive mystery. Who's oh, yeah. that guy? Who is that he guy? He wears sunglasses. He has no... Uh, Instagram post, and uh, I enjoyed that because it's a. It, I think you can fill in the blanks positively of who's that guy. Problem is, is when we have to start making the jump where Andrew might have to start meeting some people in the the industry. Then they get to know what he's like as a person, which and is the nub. The problem is a bit of a problem. It's a bit of the problem because um, you, I think with mystery, as you say, you're filled yeah. with mystery. Often, you know, there's it's going to be filled with positive ideas, sure. and people are going to along to create the image of me in their own head, mm. and yeah. then they're confronted with a realistic image of me. Yeah. So this is a gig with like four other acts on, and obviously, if you're doing gigs regularly, you know it, all the acts. You've gigged with them for three or four years. That it's still a, a, a work environment but it's quite an informal place um, and you you kind of just generally have an understanding with each other of how things were. Um, I, Andrew took a, a take, was very drunk. Well, I don't the, know. From, like, the, it was, from the off, from it, the it, off. It, it all hit me a bit by surprise that <laughs> evening. Everything just happened in front of me. I, I was saying, me and Adam went on a bit of a limb. We were sure. just going to have one beer outside on a Friday night and we had shit to do on Saturday. Yeah. We'd go to bed when we found out you are performing. Um, and then it turned out I, I was drunker than I've ever been for at least three years. You were really drunk. I was, I've never, honestly, one of the drunkest I've ever yeah, been. Yeah, you were extraordinarily drunk. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of fun in controlled environment with people you've known for about 10 years. Then it's enjoyable because you can like kind of lock the, the bull in and it's an enjoyable show. Um, but yeah, it, it kind of outrageous. And also, you haven't had sex in a long time, have you? You've, you're in a couple a, in, of weeks. You're, yeah. in a, it's in a dry, you're in a dry patch. And it Andrew, is. Andrew, I think you, I remember when you had a dry patch sexually that was like three, four months, <laughs> which. You know, most people can deal with, but you get start getting weird. Your punchlines in jokes often end with you like 
acting out humping. Okay? And then <laughs> it often happens is that you're, you're, you're kind of like, well, we'll be making jokes, then you're, you're like, um, you know, you often you make jokes about implying something, fuck something else, but then you'll you'll carry on the thing a bit too much, and you'll get you'll you'll go away to another really place. Really look at people in the eye. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's it's he, not something I'm proud of, but it's something that happens. He was on heat. Um, I, I, I've been on heat for a while now. Uh, and then you you in, in that moment, Andrew falls in love very fast. He fell in love with one of the comedians uh, who was on a date. She um, wasn't on a date at the time. I fell in love with her. Sure. She was on a date. She did a. She there was two sets. So I stayed for both of them. Yeah. Um. And on the first set, I walked in and she was on, and yeah. she was lovely. Um, <laughs> and and just gorgeous. Um, Andrew hasn't met new women for a long time. No. He hasn't met. He, he's only there's only been about eight women you've seen all year. Pretty yeah, that's much. true. So it's, it's just like. like I'm kind of, <laughs> Got like friends of friends, and, <laughs> and most women I can't sleep with. So, um, <laughs> so it was it was almost like we'd be I'd been let out for the first time, and the first woman I saw, I was like, "Who is this princess standing in front of me?" She was very attractive, though, regarded out of girl, out of context, great comedian. Um, but she was so she did her first set. I fell in love as soon as I walked in the room, yep. and then she said um, that she on on stage she said that she was going off to her on a date and yeah. they're going to bring him to the second set and um, I cried into my beers yes. on the table. Yeah. Many beers. Many beers. <laughs> the 10 beers I had on the table. <laughs> I loved you. It's the weirdest heckle that you could do. <laughs> Don't do not, it. Not, I love you. It's not even I love you. It's I loved you. I loved you. Yeah. <laughs> I loved you. You've ruined everything. Um, and that's not a problem. That's fine. I guess that wh- when it was like uh, became a bit of an issue. We're all going for drinks afterwards. It was all nice, we're all chatting, and then Andrew sat next to me, and he gives me this look, which is a dangerous look, where he sort of goes like this, <laughs> and he's kind of like, "How about?" And you suggested uh, what was the line you were no. going to say? It was a great line, and um, I, I, we're all sitting there. The comedian's there with her date. Comedian's there with the date. Yeah, um, and I was gonna just at the end. I was just a little j- jokey as well. It wasn't too serious. So she was on the date. We, it was, ironically, I spoke to him the most, quite a lot of the time Great during guy. that night. Great guy. Yeah, he was lovely. Oh, I really got on with him. It was yeah. very similar. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was nice. <laughs> <laughs> but so we went, there was just the four of us speaking as well. Yeah. I should have gone and had another conversation, which I did actually. But we, I was going to go up at the end and say, yeah. uh, I really enjoyed your set. You were really good. Thank you very much for that. And um, also, if you want to go on a date with a guy that's not wearing a bucket hat, you know where to find me. And he was so proud of himself and kept telling me that line. And I laughed off the first couple of times because I was like, obviously he's not going to do it. But then on like no, the I'm fifth serious. time of him, I was thinking, mainly because he'd forgotten he'd already told me and he'd come with the same sort of smuggler. <laughs> hey, I've got an idea. <laughs> Just too close to my ear. <laughs> and then I had to have a little, I had to have a little side. Horatio vetoed it. <laughs> I had to have said, a little word. He him. said, I'm like, look, Drew, this is not, this is not university. This is not, a, a play. this is not some strangers these are people I could, will see regularly yeah words get around quick I can't have the first gig the, the podcast co-host comes to he tries to break up a date and is unbelievably drunk so I, I had to give it a, a very strong veto and I very nearly disregarded the veto. <laughs> very nearly very I nearly. saw him I was like this is a risk because this he doesn't have to do the consequences because he's there's not there's not really reputation to there's not, it's all yeah. me who it's has to take all this shit um, but I I, <laughs> I I did eventually enact the veto by yeah. not doing it. And then he kind of like, his eyes were kind of, he kind of got like, he realized that this was not going to happen. So then he turned around and saw another woman on another date. <laughs> and then think- sat down and started just outrageously no, flirting they, with her they, and just slowly cutting this guy they, out of the convo. They were nice people. We had a nice conversation, <laughs> mostly about Italian passports. They were Italian. I mean, you were talking so much shit. I as was well. talking so much shit. And like, the thing, what happens is because I can handle my drink very well, so I often, I, I never feel like I'm in a position where I'm saying anything like ridiculous. That's probably, you've got a lot but of confidence. But, yeah. but, but then when you have 15 beers <laughs> yeah. in a night, then you don't, you, you you maintain that confidence without the skill. <laughs> so I've looked back at some of that conversation and it's it's, it's fairly hazy. Um, but I can't, it was a lot of drivel. Yeah. Um, I got the hiccups during it. Yeah. Um, and I, when I get the hiccups, it often lasts for a long time. <laughs> yeah. 
So I had to go to the bathroom and do this swallowing thing. <laughs> yeah. um, but I mean, you're not ever going to be doing that well when you're mid-conversation about the difference between Italian and English boys. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I did... Again, I guess I tried to get a number in front of the guy, which wasn't great. Did you try and get the number? Yeah. And what did she say? I'm on a date. Well, yeah, she said I have a boyfriend. But I didn't ever put two and two together. That was probably <laughs> him. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it might have been him. It might not have been him. And then we were I think out it was with him. our flatmate, Adam, who is the best looking of us, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, he, there's no two ways about it. He's a very attractive man. Absolutely. But has an incredibly low sex drive. Yeah. So it's the opposite of Andrew. And the opposite of me. <laughs> Great. Ugly and horny. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. And <laughs> you, you have a problem because you roll around with Adam a lot that you really can't go out. No, I can't. You can't go out in the pool with him because it's like it's, it's there's the there's a cliche, and I think it was in yeah. Don John the film where it's yeah. like be careful of women who surround themselves with uh, less attractive women because it's making them comparatively look more attractive. Yeah. So it's a vice versa thing here. Well, you're looking less attractive. Well, I'm looking because I'm fine looking, <laughs> yeah. but he's just gorgeous. So it's like, for fuck's sake, man! And it's like, I would go out on the pool. I've never been out on the pool in my life, to be honest. Yeah. But I would, go, I would go out and meet women, <laughs> and meet women with him. But I just, it's, it's not going to go well because yeah. as soon if we maybe catch a couple of ladies' eyes, if we catch two ladies' eyes, go over to them. Is I know in their heads they're thinking, well, I don't want that. Do guy. you want to tell that story of the when the person came up in that? In Hoti, the bar. Oh God, I can't even remember. There was someone came. It was. Oh, I can't remember it enough. But basically, someone came up and I think spoke to me or like. No, no. Someone said the. Oh my the, God! Yeah. Yes, I remember. Yeah, a waiter. Me and Adam were out on Brighton Beach having a drink, and then a, a male waiter comes up and says, "Oh my, my colleague's really into you." To me, and I was like. Are you sure it's not him? I said, are you sure it's not him? And he was like, no, no, you. I was like, well, fuck me. That's the first time that's happened. Um, and then upon later realization, it was him. <laughs> and he'd, the waiter made a mistake. Um, he did come and apologize. Um, I, I didn't know what to say at that point. It was like, you, you gave me everything and took it yeah. all away within 10 minutes. And that was the funny thing is that Adam has... Uh, like a, a relatively low sex drive, so uh, he d he doesn't at all. And maybe that's what's attractive, is because he's not like. Well, his face is very attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. And his body. He's but a very it was just man. a funny night with. Uh, he actually went home with the lady in the end. Yeah, he broke the, the dot. Yeah, uh, he, for the first time in a long while, <laughs> and it was just funny that he wasn't trying at all. And it probably takes a lot to convince uh, Adam to go home with anyone. He um, was trying that night, actually. Do you think? He was, yeah. He did want to break the... Yeah. But if you're going to contrast that with me, <laughs> if you just want to continually paint me as even more pathetic, <laughs> then just keep going in that. We can do it. We can do it. Or we can talk about what actually happened. But let's go for that route. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had a bit of... A, Adam's usually the one who goes home um, at the at a reasonable hour of the night, gets yeah. a good night's sleep, wants to go home and watch TV. Um, and we had a completely flipped weekend. Yeah, he was off gallivanting, having sex or trying to have sex with mm. with women, and then staying out late. He called in sick for work. He was two yeah. hours late for work, etc. Really? So, and then on Sunday we went to a friend's house, and I went back early, and I was I was I was done. I was like, you and know what? Still... I want to go home and watch the West Wing with yeah. a takeaway. Yeah, and he stayed out. So we can only explain it by it. it was a freaky friday situation Do you think it was a freaky friday it was a freaky, freaky friday, friday situation yeah freaky well freaky weekend situation freaky so we swapped bodies sure and just kind of ena enacted our own different uh, ways of being so in many ways you had, you did pull this weekend i did yeah <laughs> it's mostly a post rationalization of my <laughs> unsuccessful weekend but in many ways, he, I, yeah. he all of his success is attributed to me. No, because it is, yeah. And then Andrew also, I've often shared a lot of my uh, female colleagues' uh, comedic work. I, I'm going to keep saying colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> and Andrew's fallen up with quite a few of them as well. And he's constantly wanting to, I mean, so it's going to be interesting. Now well, this, it's opening uh, it's up. Now Andrew's been... in London. He's gonna I'm in London and I'm single for the first yeah. time in a long no, time. No, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Um, uh, 
but you know the the night was good. I I had I nearly had a meltdown on stage. He got so <laughs> angry, and it was kind of justified. But <laughs> no, I I was really bad. It was bad. It was I unprofessional. W- he like <laughs> it was going fine. It the, was going all right. There were two there women. Two, there was two women just chatting the whole time, and I was. Just it was a qu- it was a small room, and it yeah. was quite a colloquial atmosphere. So and and I think a lot of people didn't understand the nature of a performance versus a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a lot of people engaging. It wasn't heckling. People just thought that they could reply, yeah. and then then not really understand the flow of a joke and how yeah. it needs to get to a punchline yeah but uh, these two were ridiculous they were yeah they're, they're talking a lot and i'm normally all right at dealing with that which is the way to deal with it is you speak to them you kind of bring up in a quite a playful tone that you, you're talking that much and you slowly make it more aggressive but the key thing the number one thing with any of these is you have to keep the crowd on side as soon as you lose the crowd you're fucked because already you're in the right because they're talking the crowd don't want them to talk so it's easy to play on that Unless you somehow act worse than they're already become the bad guy, yeah, become the bad guy, and that can sometimes happen because I was so in that moment I was so angry I actually lost control. I've I've known Horatio for a long time. (laughs) I've seen him perform stand up many times. (laughs) I've seen him being angry many times, and I there was a moment he. He, they said something a couple of times and he, he tried to do that yeah. and then I, your face just turned and I just saw it drop <laughs> and I, I just like he's I went I turned to Adam I was like he's fucking pissed off this is about to go poorly <laughs> and he just kind of proceeded to unleash on these women not really making any jokes no particularly it was more just like giving them an education in yeah, no, I, was had, I was having like a real rant, and then it was a. I like, found it hilarious. It I think I was. It wasn't a big room. I was laughing. It so. was a shaky five minutes, and I pulled it back near the end, and it, w- it was all right in the end. But One of our was, friends. It was like I, I was. It was like sailing a boat, and then it was some real turbulence for yeah. about five minutes. It was really trying to like rebuild the vibe in the room. It was. It was, it was rocky. <laughs> It was rocky, but we made it at the end. It was a very proud night for both of us. I mean, one of our friends semi heckled you. Because when they, you asked what's after you lost the crowd, you'd think one of our friends would maintain the side of that. Yeah. You asked, what's, what's your name? And he went, don't tell him. Yeah. And I was what the fuck well, are you yeah, doing? Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah and yeah, our, our friend who's notoriously bad at he- um, speaking during comedy shows. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, it was fun. Um is there anything else? Have you done anything else this week of note? I think that's it, really. The rest has just been, it's too bloody hot. It's it hard. is too bloody hot. It's too bloody hot. It's hard to sleep. I mean... How are you with the heat? Um, Fine. What's your What's your go-to temp? Go-to temp? What's your Oof, life? I'd where, say... Where, where, where are you thriving? I thrive. It can be almost any heat. Yeah. It can be any heat in the world. Sure. When it gets to that point in the evening when the sun is like just going down and there's a bit of a breeze in sure. the evening and you're, you're walking. So maybe at like 5 p.m. powerful. Six, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you walk around with a real strut in your step yeah. and it's kind of power running through your loins. Yeah. Um, and that is, that's my most powerful and my, and, my average, and my best temp. So it's not necessarily a temperature, but it's at the cool points of the day when the sun's just going yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's I yours? Mean, I, I, you don't my, look like someone who can handle the sun. I don't look like someone who can handle the sun. I don't look good in the sun. I look best in autumn because of the autumnal tones. Yes. Me, and the layering. And it's kind of a wanna, sad boy. You want to, yeah, and you want to, you want to cover as much of your body as possible when you're yeah. like lanky and skinny. Yeah. No, this is this is beefy guy season. This is absolutely. Beef. This isn't lanky boy season. Lanky boy. It's lanky boy autumn. I, I like get, you, yeah, don't, yeah. you know, you know, like gym bros <laughs> yeah, wearing yeah. like uh, autumnal coat and like well, brown they trousers. Wear the skinny they jeans, look. Though. They look stupid as fuck. They do. <clears throat> like with they look silly with like the big clothes. They look like they've been poured into something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but quite. then as soon as it's get the guns out, then it's their time. Then it's their like, time. Then it's we're like, fair, fair enough. Fair we enough. had our seasons. We've enjoyed ourselves. It's but been fun. having said that, though I don't look the best or I'm built for it or my body regulates itself, I really like the heat and I like the the kind of holiday feel yeah. where all of, it breaks up routine the best. Yeah. Uh, and I don't like people complaining about it because I like it because it feels like you don't actually have to do all the things you're meant to do because it's hot. Do you know what I mean? There's like a feeling that it's like yeah. the routine. It I, Even at school, it felt like when, uh, when it was yeah. really hot, it felt like, are we really going to do the same thing? Because it's yeah, different yeah. now. It's like when it snows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's super hot, it's like... Something changes. Something changes. We can do weird shit now. And it's impossible and maybe immoral to stick to that same routine. Yeah, exactly. And it just feels it really it breaks the routine because most of the British weather has like a spectrum 
but snow and superheat are like the, uh, the two extremes. Exactly. I mean, I, I echo that sentiment. However, in a nine to five job, you don't. It, it, it tends the routine is carry on going. The yeah. most offensive thing that's happened to me in the last week is that my company have given us a five pound allowance to spend on ice lollies. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Not a pay rise. Not a pay rise. <laughs> Not a pay rise. Guys. We know you're already working really hard for not enough money. Um, and we do appreciate that it's really hot out there. So here's five pounds for each of you and ice lollies. And then they caveat it with maximum five pound each. Yeah. For each individual. It's true. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah. Uh, you'd have to use that five pounds on just ice lollies. On condoms. Use, oh, you can use it. We can use it on condoms. I, I believe it would be a tough one to put through the expenses for. Oh, you have to put it through an expense. Yeah. And when, for five pounds, putting an expensive form for five pounds, it becomes... I'm not going to do it. What that takes? That, I ain't that, buying ice lollies for that. That's, that's mu- about as much as you get paid for the work in that time. It Correct. Takes to fill out the expenses form. Correct. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's um, it's insulting. I think. Yeah. Well, companies' moral, seemingly moral, new starty uppy kind of kiddie Kickstarter. Go down this. Go down slide the party into your, into future. your future office, mm-hmm. and then it's just a cubicle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good metaphor for. For new wave company. It's the same as the nineties. Uh, well, welcome to the office. Get out that bull pit and down that slide. Woo! And then you just land straight in a white cubicle. <laughs> Can you do your work, please? Yeah. We've got we've got targets to meet. Or you've got like a bouncy chair. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you just got one of those exercise balls. Yeah. No it's good for your posture. <laughs> um, so uh, I don't know. Maybe we, maybe I'll go and buy them. Maybe I won't. I'm yeah. not going to buy them. What's your favourite ice lolly? Uh, my favourite ice lolly. Good question. Thanks for asking. That's a pleasure. Uh, there's two different types. There's chocolate. Thank you for answering. We're moving on to the next segment. What's your favourite ice lolly? Uh, ice lolly, mm. uh, I would probably say a Calippo. Clip, Calippo? Calippo. Calippo. Really? What, what else? It's a bit lame. What would you go for? Uh, Magnum okay? White. That's not a c- lolly. Oh, you're a dickhead, aren't Obviously, you? Obviously, I'd go for Magnum. You're a fucking I'd go for dickhead. Magnum Almond. Are you actually dis- differentiating between there's ice lollies and, and ice cream? There's a lolly and ice cream. Yeah. You're a and fucking I'd, loser. I'd go for Magnum Al- Almond. You're a fucking loser. I've never seen bag. anyone differentiate <laughs> ice lollies and ice cream like that. <laughs> lollies is a different thing. You're it's a fucking... Different... So what's a collective of the two? Uh, oh, oh, oh. Ice cream, I'd probably say. Well, you've said that's one of the two categories. Ice cream and lollies. Ice cream and lollies. <laughs> Does anyone want ice cream and lollies? That's what people say. Okay. Does anyone want a pop to get some ice cream and lollies? <laughs> so what's a fab? That's an ice lolly. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favourite cold treat that's Magnum, on a stick? Ma- Magnum almond. Magnum almond? Yeah. Okay. And your favourite ice lolly is a Calippo. <laughs> what, other, what other ice lollies Liquid are Liquid radio. <laughs> what other ice lollies are pastel rolly one. Yeah, a round trees. Round trees. Actually. That's all right. I've had a, yeah. To be honest, I can only think of those two. Yeah, that's and I the think point. I might prefer the round tree one. How about, yeah, maybe. What's like a fucking, well, a fab must be in there. That's quite good. No, I don't like the fab. Overrated. I'm not really a kind of a sweet man. You I'm, don't really like your sweets. I'm you a, like I'm your vegetables. I like my vegetables and my fruit. I don't like You don't fruit. like fruit. I don't like fruit. Yeah. I'm ve- So what vegetables and... Well, you said you like your vegetables and your fruit. Ah, uh, sorry, I thought you were joking. No, you like you. You have a th- you. I love fruit. Not a huge fan of vegetables. You love ve- vegetables and hate fruit. Can you stop telling me who I am? <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> this is what you're like. Bookmark boys ad. Uh, oh, we're just interrupting the episode to bring you Bookmark Boys, the, our sponsor, our very good sponsor, local businesses. You've got to be supporting ethical local businesses post-lockdown. They've supported us through thick and thin, through Andrew's sexual assault trial. <laughs> it's been a tough one, but I couldn't have done it without the mental and financial support from the Bookmark They boys. were funding him. They, they were, were funding, funding me. Him. They were funding me. They bef- crushed the opposition, even though it was not their fault. They actually funded the sexual assault itself. <laughs> <laughs> so, ethical boys, business. Ethical business. No, we're just kidding. Um, the Bookmark Boys are a great uh, Bookmark dispensary uh, company. Uh, nice lady. Follow her on Instagram. At the Bookmark Boys. The Bookmark Boys. Uh, she uh, makes lovely bespoke bookmarks. And uh, I'm sure you can message and ask for bookmarks. If your bookmarks you aren't bespoke, uh, what custom. are you doing? We've got uh, Fever Wallet. Wall- Bridge. Sometimes I worry I wouldn't be such a feminist if I had bigger tits. Uh, we've got we've got the guy Peter Marsh from Come Dine with Me. What a sad little life, Jane. Uh, we've got Schmidt, new girl. Uh, I can't talk right now. I'm word- writing a strongly worded email to my florist. 
Uh, that's the same Phoebe Waller Bridge. But there's yes, more. There's, there's so more. much there's more so on the website, more. on the Instagram. Yes, please keep like like subscribing to Bookmark Boys. Uh, that you won't you won't regret it. It's the best uh, company in the world. Uh, let's go see what we're talking about, huh? What do, I wonder what the boys are up to now. Anyway, can we stop yeah. talking utter shite for a, like a second? Okay. And can we talk about what we're actually meant to talk about? Which is the Olympics, which started today. Today. Yeah. Not on the day of filming. Not on the day of publishing. Uh, on the day of filming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the opening ceremony starts on Friday. So when this comes out, okay. it will be, be out. Um, Watch out for us. GB Women's Football. They just beat uh, Chile 2 0, I think. They did, yes. Um, and I frankly love the Olympics. I am a big Olympo, Olympiad. Olymp- and I thought everyone liked the Olympics, but Olymp- people nut. really don't give a fuck. Olymp- about- nut? Olymp nuts? Oh, we're Olymp nuts. Olympeds. Olympeds. You're Olymphead, yeah. Prefer Olymp nut, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, but go on. Uh, and I've I've always loved the Olympics. I mean, we uh, the only three I've ever watched are Beijing, uh, London, and Rio. It's rookie numbers. Um, and Britain did well in all three of those, exceptionally well. Exceptionally, and it yeah. was, but all three of them were kind of like better than the last, <coughs> and were very exciting partly because of that. But I just love that show. I love waking up. And getting gas for taekwondo, heck, ping pong, heck yeah, whatever the sport, bring and it it's on. Like, it really, bring it it's on. like a taster menu where yeah. you sit there oh. and you've got your like you you wrap a, like a towel around. You're like, I don't care what it is. I trust what's being made in the kitchen. I'll fucking eat it. Never so, has the red button been such an enticing thing. <laughs> okay, you know what? Water polo. It's got a little bit dull. Let's check out archery. Come yeah. on. Oh, I wonder how the pentathlon's yeah, exactly. doing. Exactly. It's like going on your holiday. On your holidays. On your holidays. It's like being on your holidays and it's stuff like, I wouldn't normally do this, but we're on a holiday. We're on a holiday. You know, I wouldn't normally sit and watch three hours of archery, but... <laughs> <laughs> but look at the weather. <laughs> um, it is, no, I, I echo those sentiments But people don't entirely. really seem to give a fuck about it. Because I think, I felt because it was, because Britain did well, I think there was a lot of media around it. So people yeah. were talking about it a lot. But I think in general, people don't seem to give that. And no really? one's given a fuck about this Olympics. I thought, for my perception of it was, other than the football, it's the second most watched sporting event or kind of engaged with sporting event that occurs. Yeah. Other than like that, a World Cup. But it spread very wide. I guess, it, yeah, it spread yeah. wide because you can't latch onto one team. Yeah, exactly. Because even though Team GB is one well, team. I mean, just speaking to people, like, yeah. I mean, I mean admittedly, I, I'm not going to... It's something that I love to watch, but I'm not going to talk shop. You know, f- the Euros are literally, I, I would happily speak for an hour about... Well, you happily speak for four weeks about it. Exactly, but the Olympics, I'm not going to be. I don't. I don't want to talk. You're not going to be. I don't want to talk to people. Johnson's archery <laughs> yeah, technique. Because I don't care. Kind of, you know, I don't care that much. Be firmer on that release. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're just not going to hit it. It's pure spectation because I really don't understand. Oh, I don't have any tips. Yeah. With football, you have a bit of understanding or things that you can actually. But with Olympics, I'm like, I don't know anything. But it's the joy. That's where the joy comes from. Yeah. Upon realize, uh, just clicking on and watching any flipping sport. And the Tokyo Olympics was going to be sick. And COVID's fucked it. Completely it fucked it. Because it would have been it. great. Uh, one, it's been delayed by a year. They've also been mental. They've been a bit mental. They've There's done, no they keep, sex bed. They keep fucking it. What? Have you seen the no sex bed? Go on. They're in the Olympic Village. This is one of many things. Andrew knows more about this than me. One of the many fuck-ups. It's a pretty done. astonishing... There's one every day. It's yeah. like, what are you doing? Yeah. In the Olympic Village, there. so there's obviously different rooms, different beds and stuff. Um, and what they've done is they've installed, installed anti-sex beds to stop athletes having sex. I'm pretty... I guess it's to do with COVID? It could be some kind of... Glenn Hoddle could be somewhat in charge. I think Glenn Hoddle's something to do with this. Do you this think? is a Glenn Hoddle. This has got Glenn Hoddle... It stinks of Hoddle over. and Walsh. <laughs> he moves on for the chase. He's on to someone else. Yeah, this stinks of Hoddle and Walsh. stinks of Hoddle and Walsh. <laughs> but he... So what it is, it's like... They're like cardboard beds. And it's... So instead of one mattress... No, one um, just bed. Is that yeah. what a bed... Well, a bed is a collective, but is it like a... Is there a word for the thing under the mattress? Frame. Frame. No, that's the thing at the top, isn't it? Top of the mattress. No, as in like a a, a head headboard. So is, is, that a, is that a bed frame? That's a bed frame. It's not very frame like. No, obviously that's it's more of a block. If someone knows general, the actual answer, please comment that's in the section. Well, frame is probably more lift uh, elevated. Elevated things. That's yeah, the okay, yeah. So the bed for frame, all intents and purposes, the frame. The bed frame. Sure. Is instead of being one long thing that covers the entirety of the mattress, sure. it's like three cardboard blocks. Which I believe, I've done some scientific assessments on it, means that you can only really lie on it if you've got an even distribution of your weight across it. Which means that if you were, if you were fucking, 
the bed would just collapse. <laughs> but can't you just have the match on the floor? Correct. But then is it the shame? It's uh, the is shame it be of like taking the match. Is tail sort of like get, um, punishment <laughs> thing by yeah. the Japanese authorities for all the the, the whores and the sluts? <laughs> if you Westerners are going to come, come over here, you're not going to fuck on our watch again. That is fucking weird as shit. How odd is that? I think they it's all due fuck. To and it's like it's it, they should. As they part should. of the it's joy just, of being in the they, Olympic they've village. They've spent four years on their own, training, literally meeting with their old crusty waking trainer. up at five thirty. <laughs> yeah, they've got no diving. Tall places they deserve and to have sex with hot. They're all hot and sexy and athletic. Those they're swimmers. in their prime. It's like Love Island. It's all these kind of like <laughs> Olympic Love Island look- would be fantastic, extraordinary. Because it, it would be instead of they have to go off and do a challenge where they pie each other, they could go off and like win an Olympic gold medal. Yeah. So that's you know that's this what added the added drama. That's, that's the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> the challenge is genuinely the archery. <laughs> I watched an episode of Love Island last night. And um, the I haven't got I haven't got loads of takes on it because I only watched one episode. But what astonishes me is how obvious, like how bait the Who'd fucking. Did you watch it with? Uh, myself. You did a solo. I did a solo. Okay. How obvious the music is like tailored to the the drama. So if there's something, if there's like a bad thing coming up, it's like a storm is coming. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like it's not playing the emotions like a orchestral score trying to do silent. Yeah. It'll just be the words. The words. <laughs> All it is is like the song is almost irrelevant. They're just looking. I think they just type in on Google songs with sadness. In. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like I just broke up, up with, with this woman on Love Island. I'm gonna go down, down to the pool. <laughs> Probably gonna have a dip. No, I'm not. Um, Yeah, my thoughts on Love Island is that um, it's uh, obviously people give a lot of shit, but I think it's now boring to trash it. I'll really like collective shit and I'll take it's not ideal. It's not great. It's not ideal, but it's collective. But here we are. We're BB fucking loves it. BB was. I was uh, talking to her. BB turned her nose up at it and then my sister was watching it and she watched it and BB. Honestly, it's her favorite thing to watch. She yeah, loves yeah. it. I like watching it with someone who likes it. Yeah. And it feels because it feels like a leave. I, Do you know what I mean? I don't. It feels like I can come in and see them enjoy it, say some witty comments about, oh, the, yeah, and then I get to leave. I'm not stuck yeah. in that world. My, I, I would agree. Yeah. Um, but I fundamentally disagree because I wow. want... <laughs> Look, I'm going to say some shit this episode and you better, you better put your seatbelts on because it's going to be a bit bumpy. <laughs> But so, well, I agree with the sentiment, but I, I don't agree with watching it with someone who loves it because they feel the need to constantly explain to you exactly what's happened in the past episodes. When That's what I like. I don't like that. I love the glee on their face. But they're, ob- they're mostly obsessive and so they need to pause it while they explain it to you then it becomes a three-hour viewing experience. Okay, I guess so. But I, I think there's a little bit, and I, I don't mind getting into it for the thing. And it has been... Did you watch last night's episode? I did watch last night's episode. Last night's episode. Last night's episode. I, I, I'm into Lucinda. I don't know the then. the really hot one, the blonde one. Um, yeah. The, like, she, the one she, who's clearly, one who's actually who's really the, clearly the most hot one. Yeah, I think I know and she about. Was she wearing so, like little buns? Yes. And she's, for the 70s theme party? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's And gorgeous. she's so clearly unbelievably thick like thicker than the rest of them as well yeah like one of the thickest there but she's so hot and hotter than the rest of them yeah and she doesn't like anyone she's been with and she's only pretended to be with all of them just to yeah because you have to, to stay in and she's basically just sleepwalking through that with she just is. bored by these ugly people is what i feel for Lucinda. Think? i think she's I above it in some ways because she's just like she's not finding anyone yeah and she's just kind of there's not nothing going on there there if wasn't you... that much content of her in that episode no and that is the only episode i've watched yeah so i i, I agree on sentiment yeah but there are the... we could make a love island pod we can make a love island pod um but anyway so but let's, the, the let's Olymp- do the olympics Olymp- we could Olympics. do that I'll, yeah. i can wait well, maybe i'll cat i'll watch some more watch the i'll watch I'll, some I'll, more. are we watching some tonight okay yeah okay I'll, I'll watch some more as well yeah um so uh, so that was one controversy the olympics i don't really know what to make of it I, it must be a covid thing but hey um another one the, is the, the comments about women yeah well well yeah the, the, well women have just generally been a bit fucked um <laughs> In this one, don't get me wrong, I'm into it, but this is, um, I don't really get what the fuck they're thinking. Yeah, they are for beach volleyball. The the Norwegian team said we're not going to wear bikini sh- bikini bottoms. We're going to wear shorts. Yeah, they said no, you can't because that's regulation. Uh, the, the, uh, so this th- is hoddle. This is hoddle. It does reek of hoddle. <laughs> yeah. So the, 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 the men wear shorts, but the women 
The women are contractually obliged to wear bikini bottoms for beach volleyball. Now, that doesn't sit great with me. No, it doesn't. But then it is... But there is something about the serious... Taking beach volleyball to yeah. an Olympic degree when it's like... <laughs> it is still beach Look, volleyball. the rules are there for a reason. <laughs> but it does... I've never believed but in But it's the like beach. forcing casualness. Yeah. It's like forcing... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Having a, a chilled out whatever time at the beach. <laughs> Look, you're just not upholding beach volleyball standards. <laughs> now... I've never believed in the patriarchy more than yeah. in this instance. But it's Japan, which is quite a patriarchy. But it's the IOC. Yeah. So it's not just oh, Japan. Really? Yeah, it is. It's the IOC. So Japan... I think it feels very bureaucratic, a lot of these issues. It feels yeah. like it's going. a lot of pen pushers are t- scared to make any changes because it'll send yeah. too many ripples through. But from the sexual conservatism of no sex beds to the bikini bottoms, it... There's no consistency. There's no consistency. Like, There's no okay, consistency. have no sex beds, but then also dress the beach volleyball women up as nuns. Yeah. yeah. Let's have some <laughs> consistency. Yeah, exactly. You know, or have a sex room I just, and naked, naked. Those teams are naked. Because there's, there's no logic behind why they can't wear shorts. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's not gonna, really getting in the way. No, you can't wear shorts because you'll have an unfair advantage. <laughs> that could be the only reason. Otherwise, let them wear... What the fuck they want? Well, maybe it'll be like, you know, in Wimbledon, you have to wear white. You know, it's like, the, as out of Do you think that applies to bikini bottoms? Maybe it's out of respect. Because I think a lot of old beach volleyballists who, who used to <laughs> beach volleyball back in like the 50s will yeah. be there and it'll break their heart to see shorts on their, on a beach volleyball, a sport that <laughs> they've, they've worked hard to bring to the fore. We broke through barriers <laughs> so you could be here and just shitting all over it. Yeah. But it's actually like, oh, I'm sorry, there's traditions for a reason and we have to see a certain amount of your bum. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have to be seeing cheeks. We're going to have to be seeing cheeks. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I respect what you're no. saying, but we're going to have to be I seeing I understand cheeks. your concerns, <laughs> but this is bigger than you. Can we get the cheeks out, girls? <laughs> in fact, why aren't they out not right now? <laughs> why are you wearing a suit in my office? <laughs> yeah, that is, that, that is obscene. It and, makes and then the, no sense. the head of the organization of it had to step down because he made a comment about women being like pigs. Oh, I don't know that one. Do you know about this? No, I don't know that one. You, 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 get... carry, you carry on. About what? Well, about what you were saying about the controversies in the Olympics. Well, should we do one of mine and then one of yours? Yes. Okay, yeah. so another one was... Where we've done the sex beds, we've done the beach volleyball. Another one was... So, well, this is more to do with the American team rather than the Olympic Association. What's her name? Flipping out. Sh- sh- Sheree, Shah, Shikenzi. Sh- Is this the Namibian woman? No, she's American. Okay. But that's another one. Yeah. Um, what's her name? Shikari Richardson. Yes. So, I mean, it's just more of an interesting discussion as well. So she was like the fastest. She was potentially going to break world records. She was the best female American 100-meter sprinter. Obviously a very high-profile sport in the Olympics. Um, and was racing as the best in the world for a very long time. She's like 19 or something. Her mum died um, like three months before the Olympics or something. She had one joint, a joint, and and then she tested positive for weed, and then she's banned from it. Fucked. So fucked. And it just, because you've you've obviously got to have an anti-doping policy. Yeah. But we just got to use your common sense. It's going to make you worse. <laughs> it's going to make you You don't want to get up. You're not going to want to get up for training in the morning. bonus points I think for you how should. much substance if, abuse you can take. If someone won an Olympic gold medal in a 100-meter sprint and they were blazed as fuck, yeah, give that man like two medals. Incredible give that woman two amount of alcohol poisoning. Like yeah. alcohol poisoning in oh, his I'm stomach. I'm so hurt. <laughs> just on the start, like, I am so hurt. Came 10th, but because of the bonus points. <laughs> yeah. And people are like, this is unfair. You they are the rules yeah. that were established 100 years ago you should at get Tokyo 2021. <laughs> You should get one second shaved off your 100 meter time for every drug you in you in, in intake within five minutes of the start of the race. Shaved on, taken off. So if you go Positive in, or if ne- you go in, yeah. but so it has to negatively affect your points. So if you go in high on weed, ket, and acid, sure, you can have three seconds taken off. Three seconds taken off your end time. Oh, okay. So that's yeah. Because it's a miracle you got yeah, to the it's end. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. And this is why they're Olympians. This they're is super why human. They're super human. <laughs> they're super. They are. They're the pinnacle of physical human achievement that we can only aspire. We to. really can only aspire. <laughs> to it. And it's like a, I imagine like a and I think like it's a guy who looks them. who looks sort of like Liam Gallagher, bucket hat, got the <laughs> thing, and going like, oh fuck it, he just had he just had him cut like a king. Just, okay, go on then. <laughs> <laughs> runs it in runs it in what so 13 with, seconds with the, becomes first with the this one it is quite funny because it's just the, it, it sums up the fuckery one l- take a look at the guy 
Yeah. Yeah, got it. So, Tokyo, um, uh, Hiroshi Sasaki suggested a female teacher should dress as a pig in the opening Wait, ceremony. Wait, females what? Uh, he suggested that a female uh, entertainer who he likened to a pig right. should dress as one. Double whammy of yeah. sexism. Um, and, well, just being a mean person. And that was, I think, three days after saying the like the reason women aren't yeah wait uh after complaining that yeah uh he he complained about the 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 reason why uh the meetings were dragging on in the tokyo olympics and why a lot of these things are slowing down was because of uh talkative women making the meetings drag on and that was like in a space of three days and maybe sit down it was just that double whammy you gotta double down on it though because i think you may like that okay i think you look a pig so why don't you dress up as a pig no that's disgusting okay well also can we stop these chatty women (laughs) i think you gotta double down on it he's doing like a louis ck where he's being cancelled and he's Mm. coming back and coming to his like his more uh, just approaching his more right-wing audience and leaning into the more anti-pc but horrible right-wing audience yeah i think he's got to triple down and you've got to keep going because he's lost his job what have you got to lose what have you got to lose exactly just find your crowd and i guess god bless and stick to it but there's some deep, dark corners of the world. Um, and it's been a bit fucked. Some people are calling for like boycott the Olympics. I'm like, it's not that stage. It's just a little bit incompetent. It doesn't seem yeah. like it's deeply... It seems deep. Well, it's it's or because maybe. it's one of these things that's in so... And we were talking about it with Wimbledon and shit, when there's sport. You know, you've got to uphold the certain standards of sport. And the values of Olympics, that's the whole thing is it's like their whole kind yeah. of brand is the friendship's the real winner. Exactly. Or whatever, whatever they say. But when you start, I mean like... <laughs> This again, it's the whole point of sports that we can have actual, like, we can fight each other without killing each other. Yeah, exactly. And once we get, like, once you start fucking up like this, we're going to start wars, yeah, it's man. Gonna we, keep, need it's to, gonna, we need to be, this is the easy let part. Let the women wear shorts. <laughs> yes. let, let, let black athletes who have big, black swimmers who have bigger hair wear bigger swimming caps. It does feel, I, I've been to Japan and I love Japan. I love Japanese culture and all of that. It is great, but it does feel like it's like, they're like, Probably, arguably the most advanced nation on earth, but there's some crazy blind spots. This is the IOC, remember? This isn't Japan. Is it? Yes. I mean, I don't know. There might be an interaction with Japan, but I, there's an International Olympic Committee, and that's the bo- uh, governing okay. body, which kind of... And Seb Coe, is he still the lead? He was the one in charge of Britain's enacting of the uh, UK okay. Olympics. Okay. All right, well, I'm not sure. It, it strikes me because it's such a white country, it feels like... Uh, it's like ninety nine percent white. I think there'll be a conversation between the governing ho- the yeah. hosts and the IOC. Because then you can understand the pure ignorance of saying, "Well, why would they need it? Why would you need an afro shaped uh, thing? Yeah. I don't have an afro. Yeah. <laughs> why would you need an afro swimming cap? I can fit my hair perfectly no, fine into none these caps. Of us have afros. So what's so the who, problem? Who are we talking about? Then? Yeah. Oh, her. <laughs> Who's she? Jesus, okay. No, you can't have it. No, no. Rules are rules. Mental. Just like you, it's It's just... It's just too easy as well. Because like, you you cannot... So I believe in the sanctity of sport, as we've we've spoken about to death. Uncomfortable lengths. Uncomfortable lengths. (laughs) Starts tearing up. So everyone has to wear white during Wimbledon. You know, yeah, for tradition, heck yeah. You have to wear white. They love it. But that doesn't hurt anyone. Yeah. There's no one going, well, I can't compete if I don't, if I have to wear white. Yeah. You're stopping people competing. And it's not like a bikini bottom thing where I don't like, I don't want to, we don't want to expose ourselves as much yeah. as we need as this because we believe it goes into sexist narratives. Yeah. Just fucking change the rules. 100%. We've got to be, we've got to have an element of appreciating tradition and culture whilst having the common sense to change it when it needs to. It needs to, ch- yeah, it needs to be a bit more fluid because it is the, a, mo- a very modern thing as well. Um, uh, so with the so what's happening? Another question because re- there's been so I remember in the other Olympics there was so much build up and the Olympics starts literally in two days properly and there's been so little. There's been very literally, little. BBC Sport start maybe two days ago posted things about it and I haven't seen anything. The build up has been in the controversies. I yeah. think So annoyingly, it's, it's one of these events that barely. we can look forward to and, and kind of lose ourselves in the event and forget politics and the world and everything. Yeah. And now all we're doing nah, is that's remembering. Not, that's not going to happen. Not at all. Um, and so they're not just the last the last controversy that came out today was so England I think England who did they play Chile England and Chile both took the knee for GBR. for the football GBR sorry well, well humble apologies to our Scottish Welsh and Northern Irish listeners and um, the Isle of Man and the Isle of White <laughs> I'm gonna say the Isle of Silly then yeah, yeah uh, no it'd be Channel Islands Channel Guernsey. Islands Guernsey oh, 
All of you and love British it. overseas territories. All of you love Sandwich people. Islands. Um, St. Georgia. Go on. Have you Falklands. done? Go on. Falklands? You claiming that? Uh, no, I'm not claiming well, it. But they are claimed. They bit have been claimed. Bit of a slip up. I feel we ended that argument 30 years bit ago. Bit of a we slip up. We can have it again. <laughs> <laughs> we can have it again, guys. Well, right. Falkland, <laughs> Falklands aside. Um, 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 uh, there was... So they both, both teams took the knee. And again, the Olympic... International Olympic Committee... Put a, put a rule out saying that there can be no images shared of any athlete taking the knee oh, on their social media sake. platforms. Just so any Olympics, so like official Olympics, so you'd see if you went on Twitter and saw the yeah. Olympics with the Olympics with the rings and the blue tick. Yeah. I imagine that's what it looks like, but I haven't looked at it. That's not the important part of this story. No. On Twitter, you wouldn't, you'd never be able to see like just any images of any athlete taking the knee whatsoever. Bearing in mind where this is, the Olympics is quite proud and openly talks about like the Black Power salute, and that's yeah, that's the like first one of the most time, famous, one of the most iconic that's like the, protests yeah. and the start of a, a symbol. Uh, of all time. Jesse, oh Jesse Owens, Jesse oh, Owens, yeah. running in front of Hitler. That's yeah, like yeah. The, that's in the montage. That's like two of the twelve. Politics clips. is sadly in, it's inseparable from the Olympics and always has been. Um, but then they're but then they're almost the Olympic Committee are politicizing it yeah. so much that it's just depoliticizing. You know it. something about Crikey. that? That you know uh, there is something about that uh, Nazi Olympics that no one talks about. Um, what, what about it? Because it, it's always seen as this big vitriol and this very powerful thing, which it was. Uh, do you know the Nazis absolutely dominated? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. You know that? Well, That's something I didn't know. There the was Nazis a lot of... dominated that. <laughs> they like crushed so hard. <laughs> it's one of those things in history. You kind of look at you, the teachers showing Jesse Owens yeah. and all these and all yeah. these people standing there like, and then they won by a long way. And then on to that. Yeah. Yeah. Like the only, I think that was one of the only times Germany's ever won. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Um, well, that was oh, it. I thought you were going to move. Yeah. No, that I think that's all my Olympic controversies. No, but the 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 thing about the taking the knee is, I guess when when the taking the knee started in football, and I'd speak to reasonable fo- football fans, and they would say, "I just want politics out of sport." And w- when they said to me, I'd be like, "Oh, that sounds kind of reasonable. Yeah. Um, why can't it be an apolitical thing?" But then the kind of change, which has been the realization, which is the whole Pretty Patel Tyrone yeah, Mings yeah, yeah. clash. The uh, has been Patel, Wing, Patel Mingsgate. The, the Patel Mingsgate uh, has been this idea that taking the knee is um, all it's doing. It, it, what it is is affiliation to a Marxist political group. <laughs> yeah. But then this, I guess it's less political than the right making out to be. It's more just can we stop being racist to the players, which is something that yeah, yeah. Well, surely because... everyone can get behind. Yeah, yeah. And then you, you've had the... callers coming in, to, calling into LBC, saying like, "I support. I, I think it's awful racism. I think, it's, but I'm not. I booed the taking the knee because I I don't agree with the BLM, um, the riots in Ferguson uh, destroying local businesses. And it's like, okay, come on, lad, come on, geezer. Not, I mean, because I think it's that problem of seeing taking the knee yeah. as a much more specific yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, and that's part of the left's fault as well for yeah, making. Yeah. The Take a Knee and Black Lives Matter become a much more sometimes a specific. Um, these are what our like an values are. This is what we believe. This is the ideology, as opposed to a, a, a broad symbol of let's stop this unbelievable yeah, yeah. racism. Because yeah, as the the Take a Knee is kind of indistinguishable in some ways. It should be. I agree. It should be distinguishable. But in some ways, with like the early Black Lives Matter protests, that must have been what a year and a half ago now. Yeah, it's yeah, like the, a, when yeah. it, after George Floyd and everything. Yeah, and so. Because what happens is when you have protests about racism, the government or kind of key political figures will just dig up anything that BLM have ever tweeted and just can't try and extract Marxist ideology out of it and yeah. then just claim they're Marxists, they're Marxists, they're Marxists. So yeah. it's actually, there's a few things and I'm sure a lot of them are Marxists because a lot of people, yeah. a lot of these kind of, that's a lot of where these social revolutions come from. Which is the base of all left-wing, modern politics exactly. is Marx. It's really not that deep. So it's not, it doesn't mean that you believe in the gulag, yeah. but if you believe in some form of like equality, then it's you can probably trace it back to Marx. Exactly. Yeah. And it's because there's a fundamental, again, Marxism is, has become indistinguishable with communist Russia, which yeah. which <laughs> it just doesn't work. Which is, you know, I'm a fan of. I like that. Because like you're that. you don't like Marx, but you like <laughs> communist Russia, and so it's tough for you because you're very me. underrepresented. It is tough for me. It is tough for me. Um, but so yeah, you don't. It's hard. I feel like because of the narrative that's happened, you can't really just dis- people have. It's for a reason. People aren't able to distinguish between the two. So 
that because there was loads of comedians and commentators who would come out and say, can we not just agree that on the statement black lives matter? As in, why can't you show how it ridiculous is the kind of fallout from just saying black lives matter, which is obviously true. But then the problem is, is it's become a movement and almost an organization. It's almost like black BLM is almost a, a similar kind of organized group as like the Black Panthers or something where it has they have a stated ideology and a purpose as a group. Which, yeah, because the Black Panthers, as much as they did a lot so much good stuff you can understand why that might be too political for sport because there's such a specific thing to subscribe to yeah, as yeah. opposed to the broad idea so you can't get your average yeah. joe on it who's yeah, just going to want to yeah, yeah, you yeah. know who doesn't so and is that what the olympics are saying basically yeah yeah, yeah it is the same sort of thing of trying it to is. keep politics out of it exactly but yeah. like but the problem with it is that the politics behind blm has been so engineered by by people in on the other side of the argument that it doesn't really exist yeah so they've created a non-truth out of it if they feel very boys gone wild the olympic thing of these sort of like well, we do Powerful say racist men. and sexist are boys gone wild. No, I'm saying, well, it's more the incompetence is what I find endearing. It's like, yeah, it feels like they just keep their like really clueless old white guys in a room. S- sitting in a dark oh, room. No, yeah, and they're just con- not listening to anyone. Six white guys sitting in a dark room. <laughs> well, this cigars, is how we did it in the 50s. Like, nah, you got to keep the bombs on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, love. Um, do you have anything else to say? God, no. Never do. Never do. Never Black do. Lives Matter. Black, uh, yeah. We'll say that. We'll finish on that after a um, tumultuous episode. Um, yes, I, I, I well, well, Do you have anything else to say? Uh, no. Well, exactly. So it's been great. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Patreon. Caress the like uh, button. Caress that like button. Bo- um, booty, booty tap it. Booty tap it and get stanky on it. On the beat.